0: Warning. This is an adult show. Warning. Warning. This is an adult show. Listen at your own risk. Warning.
1: Good evening, folks. This is Adrian Marcus Lozano. And I'm the Marcus in this equation. I'm here with Tony Lee McGillicuddy. She's the Lee in the equation. You're with Marcus and Lee, and this is episode one San Antonio Ghost Tours. Take it away, Lee.
2: Hi, everybody. This is Lee. Um, We are going to talk about a little adventure that we went on last night, or I should say, on a Saturday evening here um, in San Antonio. It was interesting, uh, fun. We had somewhat of a lively crowd. Um, I'm glad that we chose the tour we chose. And the Santa name of the tour is, is? Ghostly Spirits.
1: Ghostly Spirits. It's a drinking tour, 21 and up. Um, only. Only. Only you.
2: Yes, in limited spots. So you have to buy the tickets ahead of time. Um, they, I liked them. Um, we looked at a few other ones here in San Antonio. And this one was the most Adult friendly is what it seemed. She also didn't have to censor herself as much. um, Although
1: she only swore at one interval.
2: Yes, but she did make some off-handed comments and some off-handed jokes that would not have been appropriate had there been younger.
1: Rather blue at times, but enjoyable.
2: In the um, crowd with us, like she wouldn't have been able to say some of the things she said. So, uh, especially talking about some of the urban legends that we were, she told us about too.
1: Oh yeah, the yellow rose of Texas herself. (laughs) La Llorona. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, her description of La Llorona came to us while we were in the midst of uh, the Devil's Water. I think it was, what's the name?
2: Devil's Water Brewery.
1: Yeah. um,
2: And it was, it's only been where we were for three months. Um, She briefly went over the history of the company itself and apparently it's moved around a few times in san antonio they yeah because it was haunted
1: currently. beforehand
2: yeah And they said they've only had one sighting so far um it's been pretty quiet compared to the place that they were before um it was very active and they couldn't keep people around
1: the tour it consists the tour consists of uh distilleries mostly
2: yeah Oh, well ghostly spirits the spirits as in your booze
1: Yeah, but I mean like just dist- like distillery specific like we start off at the um Maverick
2: Whiskey At the
1: Maverick Whiskey and which is a distillery uh and they're they offer their own tours there. Yes. Um because they have an actually in-depth ghost story history there mm-hmm. because they have a um a ghost that's particularly fond of strangling women. They have um a ghost that uh, apparently um, likes, uh, or was it, um, a ghost that haunts that place, but it haunts that place because it was a residence there, right? Or no, it was a bank. It was a bank. It was a bank.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that uh, out of all the places that we heard things about, that one captivated me the most. Um, it might be it might be partial because I have worked in a bank, banking industry for... So long. They offered, they
1: offered, no they didn't offer, they gave each teller a six shooter and a shotgun, a double barrel shotgun. Double barrel
2: shotgun, yeah.
1: uh, For the uh, protection of them and their uh, money.
2: And as um, much as we shouldn't have laughed, it did crack me up a little bit that she said at some point it was a fire station twice and it burned down both times. Yeah, that's crazy. And was a fire station that That's what it was. That
1: was the thing that got me. I was like, it was like a residence of some kind. I was like, oh yeah, it was a fire station that well, burned down twice. Um,
2: the Mavericks did live on the second floor at one point, and yeah, that's there right, quite some time. So,
1: but it's um, it was so that's where our tour began, and it actually it started out in the alleyway. Um, our host was named uh, Ashton Ashton, and she was actually very nice, very uh, accommodating but just not loud enough at times. Um, I think a mic would have been the best thing for her. Mm-hmm. She was not mic'd uh, at all which I remember Allie, when we met Allie she had a mic. Did she have a mic? She had a mic. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess it's just for projection because um, it is difficult to hear uh, with the street noise as uh, you'll hear in some of the clips that... Uh, Yours truly will provide. Um, It was... uh, The whole overall experience was, like, unique, but um, being able to hear a scary ghost story is kind of the key thing. Um, We went from there to the Buckhorn Saloon, I believe was the next stop.
2: Yes, we got to see across the street of Buckhorn Saloon. And
1: Buckhorn Saloon is haunted by a little girl uh, in the gift shop area where you can find a Zoltar. Yes. And uh, also, too, after that, the... um, The Majestic Theater is the next spot on the tour. Yes, and
2: we heard some very interesting things at the Majestic Theater. I guess people still technically live there?
1: I guess so, I guess so, because the above it, the above the theater itself is apartments. Yeah, but however, there's no like railing or anything on the outside of the the apartments.
2: I imagine that the um, windows are nailed shut in most of those apartments. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, Because there is no railing whatsoever, it's very scary.
1: Um, yeah, it looks scary. Uh, we heard two stories about, uh, two women that fell to their deaths. Um, one woman lost her arm, and another woman, um, well, lost, they both lost their lives.
2: And they both dented the sign.
1: Yeah, they both dented up that sign, Something Fierce. Uh, and they didn't change that sign until, what, 2007?
2: Yeah, and she said it happened in 1960-something. Yeah,
1: so that's pretty, it's pretty hardcore. (laughs) Um, well, the other one happened in the 90s, remember, with Desert Storm Lady?
2: Yes, the Desert Storm Lady, yeah. So,
1: um... Yeah. Oh, um, another stop on the tour was uh, the Walgreen Drugs where the man who owned Walgreen Drugs uh, found out that they were going bankrupt and then killed his family and himself. And he apparently still haunts that second floor.
2: That's an extremely sad story. She had some mixes of sad stories and somewhat scary stories. There was no real theme. There There was no theme there. So, like he said, the quality is going to be different here and there. Sometimes we were outside, sometimes we were in a hotel, sometimes we were outside again. Um, there was also, I don't know if it'll be in there, but there was also an ambulance at one point and a fire truck and that was yeah, distracting, super distracting. It was towards the end of the tour and it's just like, woo, okie So
3: So originally this was the same Maverick's
0: original homestead as well. So it's just funny that it worked out that his right, right, or his great, yes, great grandson uh, managed to get this specific building. Um, this was also a fire station twice, oh, they didn't wow. do a very good job because it burned down both times. Oh wow. I guess they were too far. Um, <laughs> uh, it's also an antique shop, I know, the most thrilling of businesses, as well as a uh, doctor's apprenticeship site, of all things, uh, as well as also mint. And they spared no expense um, by getting the vault here by the fastest means possible at the time, which was Oxcart. I know. No trains or nothing. It's Oxcart. I know. It came all the way out from New York City. Uh, so, uh, so, they also spared no expense, with the safety of their bay, they gave each teller a revolver and a double barrel shotgun
1: awesome. to protect
0: everything. Now, one of the spooky things that happens in this building that I personally think goes with this. Um, so, down in the basement, uh, there's like a little corner, it's now a doorway, uh, where they used to have vault. I kind of think that this guy was supposed to keep the vault safe, but it's does not explain his vendetta against women specifically. I know Earth, we're in 2021. We gotta get go with the time. Um, we're still here. not there yet, but we're working towards um, it. One day, goes.
3: <laughs>
0: so this is a specific spirit, and the manager who works here, he likes to call it the Jurassic Park sacrifice. You know the scene where they throw the lamb out <laughs> to get the T Rex to come out. So he likes to tell people the story, and some of the uh, spirit guides that we have to work for us, and he'll, he'll tell us that. And we'll be like, yeah, we'll try it. Why not? I've heard Yo, Elena. tried this, um, so basically it's, everybody has the feeling of it's going to choke you one way or another. You're going to feel like a pressure around you and you're going to be choked, is the general feeling. I was like, oh, I'll try it, why not, you know, I can use it on the Say i got experience, you know, <laughs> add it to the resume. Um, so.
1: I was even down in the
0: basement, we like, stood there in the doorway, or I didn't stood a couple of back. And it's not like you or anything, like there's lights and it's just about air moving. Um so I stood there and my arms turned bright red and I was like, okay, that's not too big of a deal. I pink naturally and I'm allergic to everything, so you know, nothing too crazy. Uh and then I felt like pressure around me and one of those feelings like you're in a room and somebody. all around me. Um, <laughs> and then, I felt like somebody was trying to choke me, but wasn't doing that great of a job.
1: <laughs> I've had better.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't <laughs> that
0: joke. I don't think they think it's a Sorry. joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, after that, I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. And then I stood there for a minute longer, and then I couldn't swallow anymore, and I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to go back upstairs now. I have got I the feel of it, you know? And so, that's my experience with it. But We have one specific lady who went on a tour that they have separately here. They have a tour of the distillery itself mm-hmm. during the day. Um, and she went on this with her husband. And she had a very strong female presence up in the very front. Now I'll tell you what that's from in just a second. Um, but he, he mentioned, or she mentioned that to the tour guide. And he was like, huh, okay, that's interesting. Do you mind if I uh, sacrifice you? And uh, <laughs> the oh. rest uh, <laughs> of awesome that way. Um, and she was like, yeah, let's try it. And Christine, she goes downstairs. Her chest turns bright red almost immediately. And then she has visible hand marks around her. Neck oh, sure. I want to do this. Uh, <laughs> and so. then after that, she gets this red mark down the center of her forehead, at which point her, uh, her husband and the manager both were like, okay, maybe let's bring her back upstairs now. So the marks dissipated, and so
2: did
1: um, the redness.
2: Uh, redness. Um, but that red mark... Whatever, such lies. Um, he's the baby in the relationship. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway... Um, we have never done that before for as long as we've lived here, and so we went ahead and did it last night. Copulated. (laughs) Um, it was interesting. I I think it drug out a little longer than it needed to, or... By interesting,
1: she means it sucked.
2: It did not suck. It got interesting, more interesting the longer we moved into uh, the different stories, so... (sighs) But, what prompted all this is that one of the stops was us going to the Gunther, correct? We were at the Gunther?
1: Oh yeah, we were there.
2: Okay, so the Gunthers The Gunther's
1: is where we heard about... Um, Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson and where we learned about those two floozies.
2: <laughs> Peggy, Peggy and,
1: and Ethel. And Ethel, the floozies.
2: So, I think it's very interesting because she was saying how um, they're known to... Um, try to make the partners jealous and they tend to like tug on you, the female, and then they tend to you, touch the, the males. Females. They touch the males. But as our ghost tour guide was talking about Robert Johnson and she was explaining about the 27 Club, somebody's phone went off and he wasn't touching it and it was his music. And I just thought it was very, very ironic and I thought it was like, hmm. Maybe someone is saying something. Because it was nowhere that I could have done that. It's just... There was nothing. Like, the phone was not being touched. Moved around. It was in your pocket. You had been sitting down for at least five minutes before it happened. And she starts talking about Robert Johnson and his music. And how creative he had to be. And... Then comes your music. Not just any music, it's Adrian's music. The music that Adrian creates, not music you hear off the radio, stuff that you only hear when you listen to the podcast, stuff that you only listen off of his albums. And I don't know about you, but that's a little ironic to me that she'd be talking about somebody that you were super, uber excited about and telling me all about before we sat down with her. And then she's like, "And the ghosts do this sometimes. Well, do they press phones too and allow music <laughs> that's never been heard by twenty other people to be heard all at once? No, I don't know if they do, but you can add that to your ghost story now because they definitely were messing with Adrian <laughs> last night. So that uh,
1: was just, uh, and it was a little weird because like I couldn't stop it, like I couldn't no, turn it off. No,
2: because you turned off. Um, I feel like I'm exposing you a little bit, and I apologize." <laughs> But you had one, he ha, has, he carries a couple of recording devices and he turned off one only for another one to go off <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, I was like, how did that even happen? You turned off one just for the other one to start going off immediately. <laughs> they were not near each other. Like I said, we had been sitting in the same spot for over five minutes at that point And she was literally telling us a story about Robert Johnson and... The room he stayed in every time he came to san antonio at the gunther and that's where he recorded his music and it's just ironic to me like (laughs) not it wasn't a creepy experience it was just super ironic and i was like that's not someone saying something to somebody i don't know what is like hey baby don't give up on your music you should keep going (laughs) could have been a lot
1: of things could have been just you know the wind or something like that
2: Lies were sitting <laughs> in a hotel lobby just sitting there. And how does one go off and then the other one go off and they weren't even near one another?
1: I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure I don't
2: exactly.
1: It was so bizarre how I'm
2: because
1: like that wouldn't there was nothing I could have done. She
2: was starting to talk your music went off on both your phones.
1: Yeah, that was that was weird. I'm not sure exactly that's just um, because the other one was in a totally different pocket like I I didn't even like touch it One was in the
2: shirt and one was in the side pocket like yeah they couldn't have even talked like we've already done so many walking activities we'd already been sitting down standing up multiple times, you'd never move them. How did they suddenly start going off? I don't know. Please tell me. I don't know. And why was it your music that (laughs) off? Exactly. Because you were not in your audio players on those devices and I know you weren't. (laughs) (laughs) So that makes me creeped out just a little bit more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I set them both up for recording so I didn't have anything else in the background. So I didn't have anything else open. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't know. It could have been the wind. It could have been anything.
2: or even Robert Johnson saying, "Hey, Adrian, you should not give up. Like, look what I did. You can do it too. Just, you can't be part of the Twenty Seven Club.
1: I'm not, cause I'm too old. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, he's like, he's like kicking me out of a club already. Like, not allowed in. <laughs> it's like, get out of here. You don't belong here. It's like, I don't want to be there.
2: Well, that's encouragement. I would take that as uh,
1: anyway. That was just. It was a little. It was a little bizarre. Uh, cause yeah, as soon as I, I just like,
2: think it's cool. It happened to us versus nothing else happened to anybody else on the tour.
1: Yeah, it was a little weird. And then everybody kind of stared at me for a minute and they were like, what was that noise? And I was like, your mother.
2: No, no one asked. (laughs) Everybody knew it was music.
1: Yeah, Uh, they knew it was terrible music.
2: They did not. Robert Johnson said everybody should listen.
1: (laughs) He's like, like, in a pointing and laughing kind of way. He's like, everybody listen to this guy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> pointed this guy thinks he's no got music. No one pointed and no one laughed. She stopped talking because it scared everybody. It threw everyone <laughs> off. Uh, like, the music was just all of a sudden playing as she was talking about a musician. <laughs>
1: Look, it's because, like, some of my music sounds pretty horrible.
2: This music did not sound horrible, he doesn't know what he's talking about, folks, so... It's pretty scary and pretty weird. No, lies. Anyway.
1: All right, so I think we're going to go on and talk about the next thing, which was, um... Something else!
2: Hi, welcome to the Adrian Lozano Show! Here's your host, Adrian Lozano! Well, Uh, thank you! Also including, uh, Tony for the day, too, but... Mostly, here's Adrian Lozano for you. <laughs> you, you Thank you, folks.
1: Tony, for the day, too. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, we were just talking about our favorite movie, Ladybugs, and how it's amazing, and how everything Rodney Dangerfield did is amazing.
2: You are a very big, um, I was going to say Ladybugs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, really, even that
1: cartoon show, I think she's great, whatever, I just I found admit, out about I admit,
2: it. I met Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Dangerfield van But you know what is kind of funny There's no
1: field Like a danger field
2: You know what is kind of funny though Is this ladybug um, She is causing
1: difficulties for me
2: <laughs> This ladybug's uh, movie From 1992 night, When we sat down to um, start our ghost tour That we went on in San Antonio Downtown We sat down to a couple And he had a giant ladybug on his arm and they told us a little bit of story. I don't know if you um, heard them or not. I do not how,
1: um speak couple
2: How he got this giant ladybug, and then she got this little ladybug, and they did not uh suffice the what they were supposed to be doing. I guess together it was just kind of cute.
1: <laughs> anyway, what we're here to discuss is not ghost tours but the movie Ladybug from 1992.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then it's going to be all Adrian. Yay! <laughs> no. 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 We watched it because uh, the um, the one of the main characters, um, he's part of the 27 Club. That's why we did uh,
1: Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. Jonathan Brandis passed away shortly. Shortly. Sadly <laughs> at the age of 27. Yes. Uh, shortly and sadly. Yes. He hung himself. Um, Very sad. (laughs) Yeah. Very terrible. So we were going about it. Um, We got word that Robert Johnson was in the 27 Club. And, um, you know, since we're all hip on current events, we're like, what? So we did some research and found out there's a horror film based off the 27 Club. And I wonder if they mention any of the people that, like, actually, you know, are outside of the world of music. Because the... The trailer for the 27 Club itself looked a little bizarre. And like you said, it looks gory, which we'll, we'll edit it in. We'll edit that in where you're like, gory, gory. I'll put an <laughs> echo on it. Gory, gory.
2: If you um, guys have not noticed, gory is not my favorite type of horror genre. Gory, um, I gory. Gory like, is
1: my only kind of genre. And Yes, and Adrian I speak.
2: enjoys it. So that's kind that of... That like... and
1: guar. <coughs> Sorry, excuse
2: me. Guar. Right. Um,
1: in the name of the Guar.
2: So, so silly. <laughs> all right, so... Um, but can we talk about what prompted all of this to even start with?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess, sure, whatever. Okay, so... <laughs> so, we uh, were working in the lab late one night. <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: So, like, I was saying before, and I guess if it gets cut out, I'll re-say it again. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm sure there will be an episode that may be at a later time for you guys. Uh, I'm not sure how it's all going to get pieced together, but we did do a ghost tour um, the evening before last, and um, it was all downtown San Antonio. <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, we live in San Antonio, and we've never...
1: I was asked, I was asked, somebody asked me, it was Lee, Lee asked me, she says, what was your favorite part? I says, the part about the housekeepers, hi I'm Adrian Lozano by the way, the part about the house, this is what's up, what if, hear me out, I know that they said both times, the ladies didn't look back. But you know how like when you can look without looking, you kind of use your peripheral vision, you know, like at a glance or um, maybe with uh, maybe with um, a subtle reflection in your glasses, you know, you could see and I haven't done any more investigating, but I had to record this because I've worked in hotels before and I had a similar, well, I didn't have a similar, but I had an experience. It was nothing similar. I'm alive. Um, but I had an experience where I was chopping fruit one night. It was about maybe 11 uh, 11 p.m. Uh, closer to like, you know, like 11:15. Um I was supposed to be out of there by I think 10:45, but I had ran behind and I was, you know, I wasn't dilly-dallying, but I was still new and kind of wet behind the ears. Anyway, speaking of my ears, I had headphones on and I was rocking out listening to a podcast and then all of a sudden I hear my name, I hear a woman say my name, but I just hear my name, like, I don't hear hey, or yo, or is you know what I'm saying, I hear nothing like that, and it freaked me out, because I was like, who the fuck's back here, and I take off my headphones, and I look, and there's nobody there, so I go up front, and, uh, there's, um, oh, what was his name, uh, Uh, A buddy of mine uh, was working in the front desk. I can't remember his name. Uh, It doesn't matter, I guess. Um, But uh, I asked him. I was like, hey, were you just in the kitchen? Not that he was, like, um, you know, changing his voice or whatever, but he could have. I mean, it could have been a joke. Uh, And I was like, what if it was, like, one of the housekeepers or whatever? Everybody was gone. It was just real, like, out of the blue. And I only heard it that one time, and... I uh, before I went to go uh, like you know um, freak out hardcore I went back to the kitchen put everything away and uh, clocked out and uh, just kind of like I didn't I mentioned it to my my boss my chef at the time and um, he was like creepy stuff you know there's a lot of ghosts out here especially uh, considering the pieces of the Alamo right there and I'm like oh yeah that's right that battlegrounds kind of like this whole street um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, the Alamo Hotel on, uh, what is it? Um, it's like 555 Alamo and Chavez, I believe. Um, it's, um, it's a, it's it's a real chill place, but, uh, yeah, that was the only time I had something like that happen to me, and it was, um, it was creepy. Uh, yeah. (laughs) But, um, so, getting back to what I was saying about the, um, the uh, the elevator, what if they look over and the elevator's there and then they unknowingly stick one foot out and plummet because, like, they visually were tricked and they were shown an elevator being there. Or even worse, they could feel it, you know? And then it's like for a brief second, they're standing before they fall, you know? And it's like, how? And it's like, oh, she must have been holding on to the, you know, cart or whatever. And it's like, how would... The-? I'm just saying I haven't seen the footage. I apologize for being so overly excited. But goddammit, this shit's got me to the point where I was like, I would push the cart in first. I would hit the button on the elevator. Um, you know, or, uh, uh, yeah, I would push the cart in first. Let it do. If it falls, it falls. I'll be up on the next floor and or the roof. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, it uh, if it turns up, it turns up. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, I don't know why I would be on the roof. Um, this is Adrian Lozano. and I think I forgot and left out the most important part, which is I would take the stairs and not the elevator. I, I
2: knew it. I knew it. I was like, you put your stuff in the elevator and then you take the stairs and rush up the ele- before the elevator. Yep. I knew it.
1: I would just take off right... And then with my luck, it would be like the stairs and like they would just keep cascading to where it's like I keep going up. We cut over. Uh, we're we're sick fucks, folks. We cut over and uh, I'm... Uh, I'm like going up a stairmaster. I'm not even going up the actual stairs. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, so, buttons on a shirt. Um, we found out a couple of things. We found out. We found out. We found out they were living in a lighthouse. Anyway. Don't
2: do that again. Nope. Don't start with the
1: lighthouse. Okay. Yeah, so, start anyway.
2: With the lighthouse.
1: We found out that some people were murdered in a lighthouse.
2: Oh! <laughs> and... What episode is that? Go back and listen to that episode. What episode is that? You can hear it In real life, uh, it was
1: a lighthouse off of uh, a road called Witteman. And...
2: Um, You're such a jerk face. That is not what we were talking about. <laughs> oh my God!
1: Anyway, uh, moving on. There are nightly tours, ma'am, if you don't mind. There are nightly ghost tours, <laughs> nightly ghost tours at the Minger, at the, manger, yeah, it's not, the it's Minger, yeah, anybody who says it wrong should be slapped.
2: Okay. So the exception to that is we were, when we were having our first um, tour with the nightly spirits, we were only standing outside of the Minger. Oh, because if they were to. hourly
1: spirits, then they would be hookers.
2: Nightly spirits, as not needed to drink and luck and tour, love.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, the hourly spirits are the ghost hookers from the red light district. Oh, that was gosh. so popular in San Antonio. Oh, my
2: gosh, and the I most popular
1: like... thing the thing that kept San Antonio alive the red light district. Emily Morgan herself, the yep. yellow rose.
2: <laughs> He single-handedly, want us the Alamo. <laughs> Double-handedly, no
1: single-handedly.
2: Single-handedly, I don't even think she's. Using Three fingers using her hand Three fingers want <laughs> us the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, I lost he was found thought.
1: cross-dressed under a tree.
2: There's two different stories. They. they I like the cross-dressed like, under a tree. I do too. But then they also said that they, somebody came in and stuck in while Emily Morgan was. um.
1: Fingering his bubble. You
2: no, know, she's. Doing sexual favors for him at a cost, and um, she kept him busy while they bomb- bombarded him basically. And, yeah, they um, caught him with
1: his pants down around his cankles.
2: Yeah, literally. Around his ankles. And he didn't want the shame of what was going on, so he signed over, saying that he. Because he was also Texas. like a married man or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It still what got a out. Loser. It still got out though.
1: I mean, what a loser. <laughs> oh, but anyway, we're not here to talk about losers. We're here to talk about the fact that there is a nightly ghost tour. I was trying
2: to say that before you cut me off.
1: Nightly. I'm just let me oh, cut you off and goodness. say nightly.
2: Woo! Woo! All right,
1: I'm done making noise.
2: There's a nightly ghost tour that we tried to, um, I, I remember when we were on our original tour, I said, man, it would be really cool, um, if the Minger had an exclusive ghost tour place because they said that there's over 40 ghost, there's over 40 ghost stories, if not more to tell, and they get added to every single day because people have all sorts of things that happen to them there. But, um... Anyways, I just thought, I was like, that'd be great. That'd be cool. And then we started looking to see what other ghost tours were downtown. And I came across the Grim Sisters.
1: The Grim Sisters are the ones that do the nightly tours. They're
2: the only ones that exclusively have access to the Minger. The Minger. All their tours stop at the Minger. They have three different ones. They have a 90 minute walking tour through downtown. You get to spend. Walking? Woo! I think maybe they said, I think 30 minutes at the Minger inside. Um. Like I said, they're the only ones in San Antonio that allow you to go inside the Minger and have a tour. Then there's your two-and-a-half-hour bus tour. A Um, three-hour
1: drive.
2: It's called the Ghost Bus Tour, and I think you spend an hour inside the Minger, if I understood that correctly. And, of course, a cemetery and a few other places, uh, the Alamos included. And then there's the really, really, really nice, nice expensive one that um, you can pay to... Fine Dine, um, and it's a three hour tour, and you spend an hour and a half eating and an hour and a half touring, and they tell you all the ghost stories.
1: And uh, uh, Bob Denver's there. Um, uh, what's his name? The Professor. Uh, Mrs. Howell, for sure.
2: Oh my goodness gracious, I don't think so. I would be interested, I, I don't know. I mean, we could do all sorts of research on the if we wanted to, because Apparently the third um, scariest. Third most haunted hotel in the United States. There you go.
1: There you go. Third most.
2: Who do you think is one and two?
1: Probably the Lozano Hotel. Yes, that's creepy.
2: <laughs>
1: Probably the Lozano, but um, is the Winchester House a hotel? It is not. Okay, then. Um, yeah, because this is like actual hotels. Maybe the. Um, uh, are you looking it up? I am About fucking time Folks, I love stalling Let me tell you about this we me tell you a story about a man who was driving a car He was driving that car so fast Turns out it was a truck Oh my god And the only gear on that truck that worked was reverse Oh my god Oh my god So I'm going 60 on the highway going backwards, right? Fucking fun Oh Bejeebus it was a good time. But I don't recommend anybody do that because you really have to be good at driving backwards. And if you're good at driving backwards, you gotta be good at driving backwards.
2: I knew this had to be number one. The Stanley Hotel and um, Estes the Park. The Stanley Itkus? Yes, and um, the Colorado, and in Colo- in the Colorado. At, in Colorado and that Down is the one in where the Stephen Mexico. King got all of his um, drug-fueled, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Little gems of The Shining from? I'm (laughs) drug-fueled. Um, the Hotel Chelsea in New York City? I did not know that. Wow, okay. And then, oh! I thought it would be Minger, but it doesn't say Minger. What? So, I guess it's just a matter of opinion.
1: What? Where is it at on the list?
2: Um, let's see. D-gen. Are you calling Leslie
1: a liar?
2: Battery carriage house. I don't believe so. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, you're
1: lucky
2: you're pretty. Looking. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, La Fonda on the Plaza, Santa Fe, New Mexico. One go of on the haunted, most haunted places on. Hmm, interesting. We know
1: somebody who knows somebody who lives in New Mexico. The Driscoll
2: Hotel in Austin is number 11. Come on, where's the Minger?
1: Well, we were told by a very reliable source.
2: Emily Morgan Hotel, they're saying that's number 15. That that's more haunted than the Minger. I don't think so.
1: I mean, it definitely swears more. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no, Emily Rose, Emily Rose, Emily Rose was a movie. No. Emily Morgan. Emily Morgan.
2: I meager wasn't even on this list. Interesting.
1: Wait, whose list is this? Uh,
2: architectural Digest.
1: You know what? Architectural Digest can go fuck themselves.
2: <laughs> Let's see what Travel and Leisure says.
1: Travel and Leisure can go fuck themselves.
2: Oh, they say the Queen Mary is more haunted than the Stanley Hotel, which is number two there.
1: So we're compiling. This episode is going to be about lists we're compiling.
2: <laughs> we'll get
1: back to you, folks. <laughs>
3: So I asked her if I could take over real quick and share it with you guys. Oh. Do you guys see this side of the Majestic where it has that railing? And you see how in the middle it dips? Yes. So back right after there was a storm, yeah. a woman, yeah. a female soldier came back and her and her husband moved into the top apartment on top of the Majestic. Now they got a huge fight one night, she decided to jump. No way. So when she jumped before she hit the ground, she actually hit that sign and vented it. Wow. And what happened was her body was one spot on the ground and her arm landed somewhere else. Wow. So I was doing this tour one night and the police officer comes up and he goes, please, can I share my story? So he had been in the middle of the street directing traffic because they were having an event that night. He felt a hand grab his shoulder, shoved him out of the way, and said, move. Apparently he had been standing right where her arm fell. She doesn't sh- like if you stand over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But you can actually see.
1: So yeah, anyway, sorry. All right, back to
3: Ash's. Back to sorry, we'll get out of your belly. <laughs> <from> your <butt. laughs> Tell her the story. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I just have people like, like, really? really? yeah. yeah. okay.
1: Nice. What do you think, dear? <laughs>
0: It's hard to do it in a far sense, but get do good uh, Doing that on stage, getting ready to perform, uh, to practice before they perform their first night the next day. Tragically, the entire light fixture fell and killed the all.
1: Oh my gosh. Before
0: they were supposed to go on. So, since that happened, uh, people say that they still see the ballerinas on stage doing this kind of stretch. And the guy sitting in the corner doing this kind of thing. Know how to juggle without actually like juggling, and I don't know how to juggle in general, so <laughs> it's that kind of thing. So we think either he's a magician or a uh, clown, something like that. But he can be seen sitting in the corner as well. As well as what I think is funny, uh, I don't know if they tell the people that have those seats next to it. Actually, on the second mezzanine here, they have a seat saved for all of eternity for a little girl. Uh, that has her tickets here um and i would love to get her theater tickets but i don't want to die for them so that's the price that she can keep them uh, but i don't know if they actually tell the people that are among it's next to them that it's reserved for a ghost or they, they just don't sell it <laughs> so i just i'd like to find that
1: that's they didn't tell me nothing Oh, wow.
0: Um, now, a little extra thing, back in the 60s, I believe, um, there was a woman who, like, let's uh was having a fight with somebody on the street down below, uh, she went back to the sixth floor, and at the time, we had four bar rails up above the majestic sign. So, at the time, she was fighting, like, screw you, like, out the window, you know, and she actually fell and dinted the sign, and they actually... Did not remove that sign with the dent in it until 2007. So they were really on top of stuff here. Um, but with that we're going to keep on going down the block and talk a little few extra things before we go in
2: for our next Back range if you would like and back range. It was like kind of random. The historical spots that we were sitting at are standing in front it's of. It's like us. where
1: you're standing right now people died and it's like, "Oh, good god. Now it's like, but like, it was like 200 years ago, so I, don't worry about it. I
2: definitely saw a lot of San Antonio I've never seen before.
1: Yeah, a lot more um, a lot more of the city's I guess inner inner winding
2: because we only walked about a 2-mile radius.
1: Yeah, but we didn't we ended up walking and we were further away from where we started um we didn't walk in a circle like some tours no i think it was
2: no.
1: this boy. tour turned out to be a three-hour tour i
2: know it said two and a half oh, hours oh
1: just sit right back and we'll hear a the tale, a tale a little yeah. bitch they kept talking no um <laughs> she was great i love her but there were times where she was giving us information at the same time that uh, an ambulance was picking up a body um a fire truck and an ambulance were picking up a body on alamo street Uh, And she
2: was telling us probably one of the best stories of the evening
1: But it was was so hard to concentrate With a body being picked up A limp body
2: So little of this Another
1: ghost story, a future ghost story
2: (laughs) They said that actually A few of them said Oh that's the next ghost to be on the tour It's like don't talk like that Um, Uh, That body
1: was not moving
2: They they did get him to, to move
1: they picked him up. Anyway, it's... Um,
2: I was watching. They made him sit down. Uh, they made him get up and sit down inside the thing. So, uh, Unfortunately, we we heard a lot and saw a little bit. But um, it would have been interesting to hear more about the Minger. And I actually feel like the Minger, I, I wish that they did go st- towards all on their own.
1: That that surprises me that they don't.
2: Because it sounds like they could make a killing off of it. Because A
1: murdering. So
2: many stories. <laughs> I mean, she said over 40.
1: I mean, wait. I mean, how many receipts do they have alone? Like, funeral receipts. I don't
2: know.
1: I mean, Jesus. Louisa's. With Jesus. It was a lot. It was intense. Um, We ended up finishing the tour at Pat O'Brien's, which had no real relevance and really fizzled out. Like, the Pat O'Brien story was like nothing compared to the rest of the stories. And especially after watching a body get, like, chucked into the meat wagon... I mean, it was just it, nothing else could really compare. Um, yeah, nothing compares to watching somebody chuck a body in the meat wagon. Uh,
2: what story did you find the most interesting that they told us?
1: Um, the one about the Minger where the the two, um, the two housemaids were killed because they waited for the elevator to open up. And when they uh, heard the elevator doors open, they stepped back and there was no elevator there and they fell to their deaths.
2: That story was not even told by Ashton, sir.
1: Well, that was the scariest one. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that story. <laughs> that one freaked me out. That's
2: very creepy. Yes, yeah, Yeah, that one's,
1: that's horrifying. It
2: also sounds like the Aztec would have been very interesting to hear the story about, too, because they said some pretty scary stuff happened there with some mediums. Um, yeah. They very much glazed over it because it wasn't quite our tour guides a story to tell, but another person told us a story, and it was like, <laughs>
1: You know, if you got a story to tell, tell it. That's what I always say.
2: Well, she encouraged uh, people to tell stories, though, so she was...
1: I told a story about a young man who wanted to do a podcast that nobody would listen to. Oh,
2: my goodness.
1: I was also the only person
3: clapping.
2: <laughs>
1: she stopped me eventually. She was like, stop, stop. stop.
2: <laughs> people were staring. No.
1: Yeah. Alright, so, any other comments on this ghost tour? Would would we recommend this ghost tour? Uh, I would
2: say yeah.
1: Yes, we do. 100%. I wouldn't mind
2: going on it again if we could have a different tour guide, because I'd be interested to see if they told different stories. Yes. I feel like we'd still go to the same spot, but depending on what the tour guide knows, they could tell us different things.
1: This is true. This is (laughs) true.
2: I apologize, folks. I have a little bit of a cold.
1: She doesn't, she's just, uh, she's one of those people, you know. All right, well, we're going to go through our footage. And we will see y'all in the future through disembodied voices.
0: Back in the, like, 1910s, stuff like that, we had a fairly large red light district here in San Antonio. I'll get into that a little bit more in depth in a minute, uh, whenever we make the next stop. Um, Now, during this time, it was also a rule, if you were a lady, you could not make a deposit or set up a bank account unless you had a male with you. Now, of course, these ladies of the night did not have that. Um, and so at which point this was the only bank in the whole city in San Antonio that made an exception to that rule. They awesome. set up a little booth in that corner so the ladies could go and make their deposits and no withdrawals and so forth and decided that you do it. Um, <laughs> and so that is why they felt this strong female energy. Um
1: So we did some research and it turns out it's the 10th most, no, it's the number one haunted uh, city in Seattle. No, it's the number one haunted hotel in Texas.
2: In Texas, yes.
1: In Tejas.
2: But we heard on our ghost tour it was number three in the United States. But every time we were doing our looking at the different lists from different websites that are pretty respectful. Um, like Architect Digest I know that Architect Digest Digest sorry and um, the other one was Travel and Lodge Um, and Emily Morgan kept popping up because Emily Morgan is also in San Antonio apparently that's very haunted because it sits on a piece of the Alamo
1: it's super haunted
2: so very haunted but we just listened to an article about the Minger and I feel like that's even more haunted. I'm, I'm not sure, I guess I'd need to have a compare and contrast. I did look it up and there does not look to be an exact, um, what do you call it, tour for the Emily Morgan Hotel. I think she's just included um, throughout all the ghost tours. But it is kind of ironic that the Minger is, maybe because the Minger is more active. It sounds like the Minger has more active ghost tales than Emily Morgan did. I mean, we, it's we got. We walked by Emily Morgan and she told us a little bit about it. And I feel like we still. She didn't give us very many ghost stories from, from her hotel.
1: No, she gave us a lot of ghost opinions.
2: A ghost opinions.
1: But, um, I don't know. I feel like it, uh. It's, it seems like it's, it should have been a bigger deal on the tour.
2: Yeah, I feel so like it should too. Because she mentioned her a few times, so.
1: Like, we, didn't, we were, like, across the street from it looking at it. Yeah. When I feel like... I feel like we were across the street looking at a lot of locations. And this is another thing I forgot to say to you, was that I felt like it would have been way scarier... You're so falling asleep. I feel like this would have been way scarier if we were actually standing at the locations.
2: Yeah, because it was more creepy when we were actually in the, um, the Gunther. Yes. And it was more creepy when we had already been around the um, the Maverick distillery and the Devil's Place. I was gonna the Maverick distillery
1: stories inside the Maverick distillery.
2: I actually wouldn't mind going on that tour because it sounds like it's pretty interesting and I wouldn't even mind hearing even though it's not scary um, I kind of want to hear like the story of the Mavericks because I thought it really interesting, like, the journey that they did, like, it being a bank at some point.
1: Not in my damn house, and it's like, well, <laughs> damn it, and then they became a bank, and then, and then a firehouse a that burned down twice. <laughs> yeah,
2: but the bank was also... And then both times
1: it burned down, they could hear yakety-sax, and it's like... No. Bam, 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 bam,
2: bam, 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 No. No. Um, I think they also re- revolutionized the fact that they're one of the very first banks, she said, in San Antonio that oh, yeah, allowed, uh, allowed a woman. Hookers. I know they're hookers, but just a woman in general. Yes, a woman with genitals. To deposit her own money in her own account. Because before, back and in the day, a woman of. couldn't
1: have a bank account without a man. Right. women can't handle money. Right, yep. I mean, today's they can't anyway, but. Whatever. <laughs> um... A woman could not in the state of Texas open up a bank account. Correct.
2: Or deposit money in anything without like a man. A man.
1: That's bullshit. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's like, I'm sorry, uh hello, um, son of a single mother, uh a kinda like bullshit. I that think that's needs why they happen. would take
2: their Johns with them sometimes. Like, that'd be part of it. Be like, hey, you don't have to pay me as much, or I'll give you another favor if you go with me to put my money in the bank.
1: It's like, yeah, I guess, whatever's. Yeah. I mean, I would be nice enough because to do they that, did but say, then again... They
2: did say that they would take their Johns with them. Sometimes, if they trusted their John.
1: I mean, i not Because some of them were John.
2: repeats.
1: Apparently, women get choked there.
2: Yeah, that was interesting, too. So, if she wants to try
1: that, that's the reason she wants to go on the tour.
2: Lies.
1: And, um... Well, well, sir. Well, 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 well. (laughs) I had some trouble editing the last episode. Parts that uh, were supposed to have music didn't have music. And parts that weren't supposed to have music had music.
2: Yeah.
1: It was difficult. And you never heard, like, that kerfluffle was, like, seamless. And the fact that I left in us talking about it at the end. Because it happened.
2: I was there. Dry land is not a myth. Yep, and... 14, 15 other people witnessed the exact same thing we did.
1: Oh, Robert Johnson. <laughs> Robert Johnson. Okay. Um, yeah, these are the last thoughts. These are the reoccurring thoughts. I would so take the stairs in a heartbeat. Yeah, you would. Oh. Anyway. Silly. Uh, was there anything? Oh, yeah. So we want to go on that Grim tour with the Grim Broads. Yep. We want to go uh, ghost hunting. Uh, only if we're dressed up like Ghostbusters. None of this dressing up like Zach and the boys. where We're all wearing shirts that are too tight.
2: Anyways, um, thank you again for listening to our show.